Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the PHNX Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Download today using code PHNX and place a $1 football bet and get $200 in free bets. It's just that easy. We're here. It's episode five of the PHNX Coyotes podcast. I'm Leah Merrill here with Craig Morgan and Steve Peters is back. Back in studio. From First time in Studio B. Yeah, we're in Studio B. We're a little B. worried about I you. Know. Yeah. I get lost sometimes. The people were worried. I get lost. I'm here. Almost put out a uh, silver alert on you. <laughs> oh, no. That's nice. That's hard. Wow, the shots are fired early today. Oh, my goodness. But it's good yeah. to be back. Good to be back. Studio. Just had yeah. some things I had to take care of. All right. Well, I like good. Studio B. I just don't love all the ASU stuff. As the, Do we have as the, the uh, Sparky hat superimposed over her head? No. No, no. no. no not today. Okay. No, this is nice. Happen. It's kind of like being in the basement. This is where you should talk hockey. Like in somebody's basement. This is hockey talk. <laughs> yeah. It's a room for hockey talk. Yeah. I'm excited. And the chairs are comfy, too. Just yeah. so. This is a better chair for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say why, but I think everybody can figure that out. Oh, man. Well, we have a lot to talk about today because basically it's a whole new roster this year. And yesterday we talked about all the players who left the team. So now we're going to talk about everyone who's new to the team. And it's basically just half the team is new. So we got a lot to get, to get through today. But um, starting off with some breaking news. Um, the Coyotes announced that they signed John Ferguson to a multi-year contract to serve as the club's assistant GM, and he'll also serve as GM of the Tucson Roadrunners. Craig? Yeah, just, I mean, it's good to have that in place uh, for a couple of reasons. Look, Tucson operated a chunk of last season without a, a general manager, and I know with the taxi squad and everything, everything was messed up with COVID anyway. But it's good to have someone overseeing that club because it's going to be clearly a really important part of their process going forward. There are going to be a lot of players coming through there, developing a lot of their top prospects will come through there. Good to have someone in place. It's also have some uh, good to have someone in place that Bill Armstrong can lean on. Just a, another experienced uh, set of eyes and ears that he can rely on to to bounce ideas off of uh, and, you know, and formulate a plan. Yeah, we've talked about this before, having the ability to bounce ideas off someone from the general manager's perspective. Um, you want ideas, you want different ideas. You want to be able to say, hey, what do you think about this? And have some feedback. And, and Bill just hasn't had that. Yeah. So John Ferguson Jr. brings a lot of experience. Um, I think he is going to be an asset in, in, in Tucson. And we talked about Tucson's management last year after Steve Sullivan left. It was a void. And the way the league operated last year in the American League, it was okay to have a void down there. Yeah. I, I think that, you know, I hate to say it, but it was a forgotten year in the American League. You know, you have the taxi squads who just kind of, kind of got lost. And this year, it's going to be vital that that becomes a development league for this team. So I think to have the attention, to get the someone making the day-to-day -day decisions down there is going to be really important. So I think it's a great addition. You know, we can talk about what he's done in the past and, you know, his experience and so forth, good or bad, but he's experienced. And just being around the NHL and familiar with how the NHL works is going to be extremely important for this group. So I think it's a great hire. Yeah, and you know, you mentioned, you know, for good or for bad, he was obviously the Toronto Maple Leafs GM for a while, and he's sort of a mixed bag there. But I think something that people always forget about a lot of people that work these jobs is you get better over time, right? You get experience, you learn from your mistakes. So it's not like you should judge someone on everything that happened earlier in their career. That They, they learn from it, and they become better at their jobs. Yeah, and I think that this is an opportunity with the Coyotes where they are willing to listen to other ideas, and it's a wide-open playing field right now and what their future looks like here. So they're just looking for communication and ideas. So I, I think that experience is going to be vital 
and moving this whole thing down the field. Well, it feels like every week there's a new face added to this organization <laughs> for, really for us to stay on top of. So that being said, why don't we uh, dive into some of the new faces on this roster? What do you say? You're breaking it down for us, right? All right. You're yeah. driving the bus. So two categories. So first, we're going to do everyone who arrived via trade, um, which, as we know, was quite a few given all the trades that the Coyotes partook in this offseason. <laughs> um, and we're going to start with a group. Let's start with a group of people who... This is a group that have something to prove. Um, as you can see on the screen, we have Andrew Ladd, Louis Erickson, Antoine Roussel, and Jay Beagle. Um, so let's let's go through each of those one at a time. We'll start with Andrew Ladd, um, who was traded to the Coyotes for basically nothing, um, is the simple way of putting it. He The Coyotes also received a 2021 second round pick, a 2022 conditional second round pick, and a 2023 conditional third-round pick from the New York Islanders. And Andrew Ladd and the Coyotes gave nothing in return. Nothing. This was purely a (laughs) cap dump. That's exactly what this was for the Islanders, to free up some cap space to do something else. Um, By the way, don't be surprised if the NHL tweaks the rules after this trade (laughs) to to say, hey, you got to give something back. I mean, if it's a bag of rocks or something, I don't know what what the stipulation is going to be. But, yeah, this was an unusual trade to see. But with Andrew Ladd, He's he's struggled for a few seasons here now. hasn't played much meaningful hockey. Um, I don't know how much he's going to play. You know, Bill Armstrong told me that you know he's going to fight for that extra spot on the roster right now, that extra forward spot, maybe in and out of the lineup. Maybe he won't even earn it. It's been a tough time, a tough go for him. This is a guy who was a high end player for a while. I remember him when he was in Chicago, Mm -hmm. helped lead him to that first cup, and I hated to see him go as a fan at the time, but. Yeah, age has caught up with him. He's he's had a real struggle. PD, I don't know what your thoughts are on him. You know, it's an interesting thing. It's the recurring theme you're going to hear today from these players coming in, good person, leader, does things the right way, prepares the right way, and that's Andrew Ladd. Um, won two cups in Chicago. Was an integral part of what they were doing in Winnipeg years ago. Um, got to the island, injuries caught up with them, and he just hasn't played much hockey. It's going to be interesting to see how he falls into this roster. Um, you know, the Coyotes benefited f- from the trade on their draft picks. So yeah. it's a win. Um, if he plays at all, it's a win. But having him around the locker room and what they're trying to do for the future, that's a win. Having Andrew Lather, like he's won. He's, he, he is a pro. And I, I've talked to people around the league, and some were surprised that he's, well, he's not really playing, is he? He's just, the contract is just there. And, my understanding is he has every intentions of uh, attending camp, playing at camp, and making this hockey club and making a difference. So is he a guy that's going to d- turn the corner and have something to prove this year? He absolutely is. Can he contribute? Yet to be seen. But yeah. either way, this is a win for the Coyotes. This deal is a win. The draft picks and a good, solid citizen in the locker room that's one that you can help pull people along. He's really motivated. Like we got him on a Zoom call after the trade, and he's 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 obviously motivated. Now, motivation alone won't get you there. You know, you you have to have the skill level still. You have to have you know, the, your body has to be willing. And as you mentioned, he's had some injury issues, but he's definitely motivated to prolong his career. And you, you never know uh, with the situation he's in. You know, maybe if he shows some spark, maybe if he shows something, maybe they flip him. To a team that that needs a depth player, and he gets another opportunity. We'll see how it plays out. I mean, you could probably say that for a lot of the guys that yeah. we're talking about here. But you know, that's the situation he's in right now. He has to prove it at this point because I think it's fair to say most of the league has written him off at this point. Right. Yeah, and he's in the last two years of a seven-year, thirty-eight point five million dollar deal. That's a five point five million AAV. So quite a big contract there for yeah, someone. Yeah, and that, that's why that's why the Islanders need to get rid of it. Yep. Yeah. So it made sense, honestly, for everybody. The Islanders need to get rid of that money because they're looking to win now. The Coyotes can accept the money because they got the room and they need the draft picks. It's a win-win for everybody and hopefully for Andrew Ladd, right. he does find a way to propel his career into the future. That would be great. Yeah, it would be great. And also, you know, given how many just empty contracts the Coyotes have, it would be nice to actually have one turn into <laughs> someone who can produce or even just provide that locker room contribution, like you said. Um, all right. Well, going down that list, um, we have this, they were all part of the same trade. So Louis Erickson, Jay Weagle, and Antoine Roussel. 
They came alongside a 2021 first-round pick. That was the ninth pick in the draft this year. A 2022 second-round pick and a 2023 seventh-round pick. And, of course, they were traded for Oliver Ekman-Larsen and Connor Garland. Um, But those three are also three guys looking to prove something. So we can start with whoever you want, Louis. You know what? This is, again, similar to what we said about the Islanders, this is a win-win for the Coyotes. They got rid of a contract in Oliver Ekman-Larsen high dollar contract that they needed to move that's a win they bring back three players again it's all nhl players i talked to someone um, that knows these players well with a former canucks employee and said great guys like to a man they prepare the right way they're good people good citizens and that's the recurring theme of the people that bill armstrong bought in they're guys that the younger group can emulate to show here's how you do it the right way. Hockey-wise, you know what? They've all been very good players at one time or another in this league. Louis Erickson led the Dallas Stars in scoring 10 years ago. Hmm. So he's an offensive threat when he's healthy and on the top of his game. Where is that game now? Well, he's still a smart player. Unbelievably smart. Can kill penalties. I think you're going to see him... As long as he can play and be healthy and a part of the lineup, he's a guy that's going to kill penalties and he's going to eat some minutes because he still is an offensive threat and he's a smart player for 200 feet. Yeah. I, Louis Erickson, again, another player like Ladd, he, you know, maybe maybe one notch above him in terms of potential to have an impact on this lineup. I, I wonder, too, about him, whether he's going to be a regular player. Those other two guys, I, I expect them to play. Uh, Roussel, I think, still has some game left can bring an edge, you know, the style of play that he brings. And, and Jay Beagle, another league, he may have to play center given yeah. what they've got right now. But I've also heard uh, selfishly that Jay Beagle is an incredible interview. So he's already <laughs> going to be a, a go-to guy for me in the Selfish. locker room, and I haven't even talked to him yet. So. Yeah, he's, you know, and he's another guy who won a cup with the Washington Capitals. Uh, Jay Beagle, when he did play center, he's he can be a leading face-off guy. In, he's been top 10 in the league before. So... I do believe he'll start in the middle of the ice. Again, I have no speculation. I've never talked to Bill or Andre Trunier, but I do believe he's going to play center. Um, he's a guy that you're going to have out in the last minute when you're down by, or excuse me, up by a goal and you're protecting the lead in your own zone. Very smart defensively. Um, I think he'll be another guy that you'll see jump over the boards to help the penalty kill. There's some good experienced players on the penalty kill. And when you talk PK, you do want some speed out there to be able to close those gaps quickly. But you need smart players. And I think the Coyotes, you know, you look at Stepan and Richardson, and guys that have been a little more cerebral and and able to kill penalties, that's where Erickson and Beagle are going to fit in. I think there is going to be a role for those guys here, um, and I think they're going to play a lot of minutes. Roussel, again, you look at a guy who's got a little more grit, a little jam to his game. Um, fans are going to like him. He's got a personality, and he's going to play a lot of minutes too. Where does he fit in the lineup is to be determined yet. Um I think, you know, you, you think of him that third-line grinder mentality mm-hmm. worker. I don't know. I don't know how this whole roster is going to fill out by October 14-15. So we'll see where he fits in. You know, you mentioned uh, we, we've talked a little bit about the big contracts that they've taken on, and and clearly the Coyotes had the cap space. They weren't going to be a cap team anyway, so they could do that. They, they could use it as an asset to acquire the draft assets they wanted. But when you dive into a lot of these guys' contracts, I think it's also important to note that not all of them are making what their cap number says. You know, maybe there was a signing bonus that was paid out. Maybe the, the contract decreased over the life of it. So they're really not paying out a lot of cash either for these players, which was another thing that made them attractive to the Coyotes. Yeah, and we go back to their personalities and what they bring from a leadership perspective. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to kid anybody that this the roster the Coyotes have put together right now, it's a rebuild. We've, we've said it over yeah. and over. They'll say it publicly. So if you're going to bring players in, bring these kind of guys in. Bring guys that have won, um, played a good, solid NHL franchises, prepare their white ray, are physical, I mean, you know, physically fit and ready to play. I, I think having those kind of guys to follow in the locker room is so imperative for this young group if they want to pull them along. Let's get that guidance. And so I think I really... And I don't want to say overstate it. It's really important to have those kind of players to emulate because we've we've talked about the Edmonton Oilers before. We have that, all that young core of young yeah. talent, well-drafted. Yeah. But you didn't bring in that surrounding right fit of veteran 
personalities and people and how do you how do you learn to play in the NHL? How do you prepare on game day? Well, here's how you do it, kid. You do it this way. And how do you right learn to fight to through losing, right? Because they're going to lose a lot. You yeah. Are, yeah, absolutely. That's, that's such a critical element that I don't think gets talked about enough. And it, it can go south in a hurry if because a lot of these young players are going to experience a lot of losing. So how do you keep fighting through that? How do you, like you said, learn to be a pro and, and battle through all of that? Yeah, I think they're going to be leaders. And I, I've heard about Louis Erickson's more of a quiet leader. He'll do it by, by doing things the right way. He's not a vocal guy. He's not going to be in your face. Um, but I think there are enough voices in there of this this veteran core that are going to be able to help. Hey, this isn't the way you do things. This is not how you prepare the night before a game. You do it this way. And, and I think that in the long run, those kind of personalities are going to help out. Yeah, and all three of those players are going to be um, UFAs after this season. So, mm -hmm. I mean, really, we're just getting a year out of them. And in return, the Coyotes got a lot of assets. So. And they're going to do this show again next year. Yeah, and they got to play for yeah. a contract. We'll they just play have to do a, this, this, this <laughs> edition of the graphic. show every year. Yeah, yeah. literally. They've we got should... contracts to play for, so you expect something out of guys that have something to play for. And as long as we're mentioning guys that belong in this discussion, we we, we got to talk about Carter Hutton as well, right? Because here's a guy... Uh, their goaltender who's who's struggled you know a, a, another guy that's probably been written off in the league but as it stands right now I don't know what moves they might make in waivers or elsewhere but as it stands right now he's their starting goaltender that's a big load to throw on this guy yeah you know he had a tough year last year yeah on a tough team in Buffalo last year and he got one win I think statistically it's a tough year for him um, and I know when he signed his contract, he at that time, when he put his name on the piece of paper for the Arizona Coyotes, Darcy Camper was still here. Darcy Camper was a starting goalie, and he signed the contract thinking, yeah, I'm going to play 25, 30 games behind a guy that's pretty solid NHL number one. And within a matter of weeks, you're the guy. I mean, it's a different mindset being a backup goalie in the National Hockey League versus being a starting goalie in the NHL. There's, there's a lot to it, a lot of mental preparation it, of course it's physical and you need to be in good shape and all of those things are true but you you really have to be mentally sharp and prepared and i hope he's been able to make that adjustment he's had enough time so he he can by the time they hit the ice in training camp he can start having that persona and that i'm number one i'm the number one guy and and again barring you know waiver signings or, or a different move by bill armstrong right now he's the guy so he's going to have to get ready to carry the mail and he's going to have to play a lot of hockey yeah, and that was a one-year, $750,000 signing um, from Carter Hutton. So he wasn't via trade. He was a signing. Um, but, yeah, so definitely has something to prove, like mm -hmm. he said. I'm um, messing up all your ear. That's your okay. Flow here. You know, it's fine. It. It's totally fine. <laughs> well, yeah, so I guess we can move on to the next uh, category, which will be these are players who actually have something. Not that the people we just talked about don't have something to contribute, but these are players who, like, really have something to bring um and there they are on the screen um the first three arrived via trade the last one was a signing so we have jane Go shane gostisbear um connor timmons anton strawman and dimitri jaskin yeah we're, we're I, do, we ask. my way, pronunciations Yashkin, are just i'm those, sorry in advance Yashkin. everyone no, we can stop on the show anytime we do need a pronunciation <laughs> we always cue craig yeah I, I literally just look at craig but he won't correct me he just nods and yaskin jaskin i, I we I don't need know. to. We need again. We need to bring Rudy Barbata in just to. We'll to, just do him. We just need his voiceover on yeah. all the pronunciations. We'll just it, like superimpose it as I yeah. say it, but then you just his voice. Comes I've heard of both Jaskin and Yaskin. I don't know. You you talk to the PR guys. Do you have a sense of what the correct Coyote pronunciation is going to be? I'm going to ask him. That's who I like to ask. I like to ask the player, and then and I'll I'll report right, back to you. Yeah. Like, cause there there have been names where I thought I had it right from everybody else. Like, you remember. Freddie Schustrom? Yes. Well, he told me it was pronounced Hustrom. <laughs> oh, and I had never heard that from anybody. So I just asked him, I'm like, oh, okay. I can't say that. So Who changed what it? What should I call you? Who changed it? Like, has know. changed it. No, but there's been people that have changed it from one year to the next, too. Yeah. How they pronounce names. <laughs> That's true, actually. I'm trying to remember who this. Yeah, I don't remember what it was either. Absolutely right. Nash Cash was one I still can't pronounce right. Yeah. Nekar. I can't pronounce his name. There's a lot. You've had some hard. Did Nicholas too. Grossman have like two ends and then one end? Did he go back yeah, and forth there? Spell, that then, was a spelling versus pronunciation. Yeah, spell. And uh, but switching sports, Amari Stoudemire for the Suns, like he had that accent just kept moving. He kept changing the way it was. So That's so fun. Covering. Keep up year to year here. Yeah, that is. Anyway, we're off that topic. That is a problem with hockey, though. Like there's some hard names. Yeah. Especially those Eastern European names and Russian names. Like I, the new defenseman, Provlinev. I, 
Provolnev, yeah. Provolnev. See? <laughs> I, I can't get it. calling him Vladdy. Provolnev. Vladdy. I don't know if I can do that, Provolnev. but I'm calling him Vladdy. Well, we can just make up nicknames for everyone. Yeah. Um, that that could make our lives easier. Anyway. <laughs> so, Jaskin. Get, Jaskin. Getting back at Well, we'll get to him. We'll get to okay. him in a little bit. So we'll Big start. Yes. Let Leah do a yeah. read. Yeah. Okay. Come on. Sorry, <laughs> All right. Well, let's do. We'll stick with the people who arrived via trade. And Shane Goss' fair was another one kind of like Lad who kind of came over here for nothing. Um, he, Goss' fair, a 2022 second round pick, a 2022 seventh round pick were traded by the Flyers to the coyotes and that that was that i think he has something left still do you i, I mean I, this is a guy who could have something left in the tank you we saw him play at such a high level for a while with the flyers uh, offensive defenseman who can who could really ignite the breakout i don't know that he has that sort of explosiveness anymore we'll see that you know as he's a, a little ways out from the injury if he can get back to that level but i remember watching him at that time thinking wow this guy really brings something to a power play to a breakout yeah, I tell you what, when he first came on the scene, he's a slight, smaller defenseman, mm-hmm. but boy, was he exciting offensively. Um, the way he got the puck up the ice, the way he was in the offensive zone, like he's he's a high-end talent from the back end, um, and then something changed, and I don't know if it was a confidence issue, I don't know if it was an ice time issue, I don't know if it was a locker room issue, but he just changed, and, and his ability to play changed and their confidence in him changed and his ice time changed and all of those things culminated in, Hey, we got to trade him. And it, this isn't the first time they've tried this, to trade Shane Gosses Like they've been trying to move him for two years now. Um, I think that's a win for the Coyotes. I think that's a good thing. He's a guy that they're going to put in. He's going to get power play time. He, of course, you're going to look at Chikrin is going to drive the first power play, but right. Um, Gosses Bear is going to be there on the second unit. He's going to get a lot of ice time. He's going to get a lot of offensive starts. Um, and I think their expectations of him is he's a guy that they're going to put out there when they need to create offense from the back end. They're going to trust him with the puck from behind the net, carrying it up the ice. He can make a first pass, but he can also skate. He, he does bring all of those elements you look for in an offensive defenseman. I think the new atmosphere will be beneficial to his career. I really think this is going to be a, a guy that Coyotes fans are going to look at and go, wow, like this kid can play. And I, I'm excited to watch him because I saw what he has done the last two years where his play started to tail off. Yeah. And I want to see if he can reach that bargain. He's young. He's still just a kid. Yeah. Like how, how old yeah, and that's the thing. And, and he had talked about how the injuries impacted him. And you're just, you know, sometimes you're just getting to the other side of those injuries. It takes a little while to work your way through, not only physically, but as you mentioned, mentally. That's sometimes the bigger challenge for players when you start trusting the body again to do what you know it could do in the past. Yeah, and and you're playing in a Philadelphia crowd, and their <laughs> expectations are high, and they get on you when they when they Philadelphia don't, fans are not easy on their players, right? Yes. And you're not meeting the expectations that they have of you, or they have set in their mind. They can be vicious. Yeah. It can be a hard place to play. Those same expectations won't be put on him here, only internally. Like I anticipate he's got that drive, and we talked about proving yourself. I expect that kind of drive, but the fan base isn't going to be hard on him. The coaching staff is only going to demand his best. They're not going to be difficult on him. So I think it's going to be a, a place where he can feel safe, comfortable to, to rebuild and restart. Literally safe from Philly fans. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think Sixers fans are the only fans of the four major sports where they, they actually haven't thrown something en masse on the playing surface. <laughs> You're With snowballs me. at Santa Claus, it was... Oh, yeah, batteries right. in, for the Phillies. I'm trying to remember what the Flyers fans. I'm blanking on the most important one, but I think it's Sixers fans, the only ones <laughs> that have not been yeah. well, caught yeah. on film. I'm excited to watch play. And, 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 you know, really, I don't know, we're September 15th today. So, like, it's it's coming quick. Like, we're going to be yeah. watching preseason games before you know it. And I, you know, I know players, yeah, I, I keep saying this. It's, we'll t- spend more time talking about how coaches prepare their their rosters for those preseason games because there is a method to the madness that we'll get into it as we go. A player like Gostaspear, will he play in all of them? Very, very unlikely. Yeah. But we might not see him the first game or two, but we are going to see plenty of him, and I, I'm excited to see what he can contribute. Yeah, so he's 28. 28. Yeah, and he's in the last two years of a six-year, $27 million contract, which is a $4.5 million AAV. Yeah, so he's still he's still relatively young, and he has a lot left in the tank. And I think that he's going to be a guy that eats a lot of minutes. We're looking at the defensive core here, and there's there's some pretty good players on the back end of this Coyote team. 
they can put it together, I think you're going to see some good offensive numbers from the defense again. Yeah, well, we're not quite done with uh, all the players who arrive via trade, but I do want to just mention that, you know, something that could be appealing about playing here for a lot of these guys, besides just, you know, the weather in Arizona is a lot nicer. The fans might treat you a little bit nicer, like we were just talking about, but sports betting is legal here in Arizona now. (laughs) And uh, Petey, you were on the show the last two days, but we did tease that there is a photo of you out there wearing a Viking helmet. So Craig and I are holding on to that one. Oh, I thought we were sharing it today. Oh, we can share it today. I would love to. I did. I I will say this as we talk about the sports gaming. I am older than average amongst the crowd here at PHNX. You know, he did say he was going to put out a silver alert for you. So. But I am learning, and it's easy, and boy, does it get your attention on the game. Yeah. Like, I, I, <laughs> like we, were do, we were doing, we had the over the under. invested comes to mind. Yeah, we had the Casey, we had the over and the Casey um, Cleveland Browns game, because yeah. those two quarterbacks put up the highest numbers in the history game. of college football. So we said, well, let's see if they can do it again, and they did. It was really exciting, and I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with it, so I'm glad it's here. Yeah, well, the Cardinals are playing the – vikings this weekend so that's why might, i might I, be time to bust out that photo. yeah it might be time to bust out the photo and I've i got others i bring up that, one vikings Ugh. i bring up that game specifically because there's actually promotions on DraftKings this weekend it's a no-brainer bet where literally you if minnesota or arizona scores one point either team scores the one point well he's got to score a point. hey I the know. cardinals had a great, op- great yeah this could be is it here and, and again forgive me for not knowing is it in arizona i think so yeah well, Jacob, do we know? I believe the game is home, is it? Do we know? The Vikings. Vikings. Cardinals, Cardinals game's at home, isn't it? Yeah. All right. See, I should know that. I apologize to yeah, everybody they, well, on the Cardinals. They opened on the road. So. Yeah, yeah so going to be all over me. All new DraftKings customers who sign up now, um, you can double your money. If either of those teams score one point, um, and one. the Cardinals will. Yes. I can say yeah, that with confidence. Even the Vikings, and we won't get into the football chat, but the Vikings had a good week. They got beaten overtime late. Joe Burrow was unbelievable. Had a week from the Bears. Yeah, well, <laughs> this is thank you, thank you for that. that hey, we needed that qualifier, right? We went to overtime. At least the Bears were playing the Rams on the road. By the way, the entire division is zero and one. Okay, so oh my gosh. So let's wait for the Bears Vikings match. So zero for four for the NFC Central, right? Yep. Yeah. Well, said. we'll talk more about that on Friday. We'll have the bet of the oh, week. Oh yeah. Maybe we'll make that the bet of the week. Yeah, we can think ahead to that one but i mean this one is no brainer no brainer bets i like yeah i love those because i i'm a very still learning i'm still learning too and um the DraftKings promotion where if you use the promo code phnx and you receive 200 dollars in free bets when yeah. you place a one dollar bet on any nfl game i have all these free bets that like i'm learning how to bet using my free bets yeah. which is great yeah no i know they all like mine expired tomorrow at least but uh yeah, it's, it's, been a, it's been a really good way to yeah. learn how to use everything without the stress of losing my own money because it's it's <laughs> the money that DraftKings gave me. Um, so make sure you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code PHNX. Like I said, $200 in free bets, that no-brainer bet. Either Arizona or Minnesota scores one point during the game. You can double your money. I mean – it's amazing so be sure to sign up promo code phnx 21 and over arizona only gambling problem call 1-800 next step new customers only for free bet promotion minimum five dollar deposit and one dollar wager required eligibility restrictions apply maximum fifty dollar wager for no-brainer offer that's true i put 50 down i made 100 last week on that same no-brainer bet uh one per customer see draftkings.com sportsbook for details so i mean really can't forget Really can't go wrong there. And uh, I also don't want to forget to talk about uh, gophnx.com. The paywall is up, so Craig's stories are behind there. Let's talk more about Craig's stories. That's what we need. (laughs) Wow. Wow. I don't even know what to do with this. I wrote that. PD's content is not behind the paywall. That's true. (laughs) Get all my stuff for free. (laughs) You have a take about the Vikings. Oh, what did they say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Oh, no, I'm teasing, Lord. Craig. I'm teasing. It's great content. I read your stories before I come in here, so I know what the heck is going on. It's a true story. Who are you? I really do. Wow, you, you, you prepare? That is honestly. Well, that's all I do to prepare. I read. I figure that's all we're going to talk about anyway. Is what Craig wrote. So I might as well read the article. Once I do that, I'm prep. I'm prep is done. You know, I, uh, yeah. So the the paywall's up. I've I've uh, notified a lot of my former subscribers from another site. 
that that we've got a deal available. So check it out. Seriously, go go to PHNX. Go PHNX. Sorry. Yeah. Keep forgetting that. Um, <laughs> Uh, there are a lot of different uh, membership options for you there, but as as I've said to everyone, and this is not this is not hyperbola. The reason I came on board here is I can do everything that I did previously, but we can do so much more like this show. You're just going to get so much more coverage of the Coyotes, really. Like yeah. this team has never been covered before. Yeah, definitely. Agreed, Agreed uh, Greg. And, I, and I'll joking aside, those articles you do have the inside take here in Arizona on Coyote hockey. So. Minions, I've given him his oh, credit where credit is due. That's what it's all about. He's worried about all of you. Uh, By the way, I haven't story. heard anything about what I'm wearing. I, I mean, was, I yeah. like an electric green shirt today to, to draw attention. You're still ignoring me. I don't know. Here. I thought it was your kids from Sesame Street. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'll bet some of our viewers know what this shirt is. I, I, I'm, it's going to kill you. This is uh, Temperin Ilves. Yeah, I Temper. Finish. I was, which famous that. coyote was from Temper? Tepo Newman. Tepo. Tepo Numenen. Wow. Yeah. So, Matias Michelli. Yeah, I was going to say, Matias Michelli. You should have worn, right. you should have worn that, that when we, we talked. If you put the ads on it, I would have recognized it. I watched, oh, the, yes, it's great. I watched <laughs> a lot of his games. All the patches. Week. Yeah, and the Eerie, Eerie Otters. Eerie hat. Otters, Dylan Strom. Dylan Strom. There we go. Yeah, I saw that. Like that one. Let's I see what else I bust read. out. We've got a few more options. So I didn't know hats. Like I'm still not there. I'm still going to be a golf. Well, I, I, I have like a Roadrunner's hat if you want to borrow it. I know it's a relaxed atmosphere, but I'm still working. Like, I, I feel like I need to wear hats all the time. Maybe now. you should wear your. Yeah, maybe you should wear the, me of wearing a wig. You should wear the Vikings helmet on Friday for the Ooh, DraftKings we'll pick of the week on Only Friday. Would, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> maybe a late night post Coyote game. I'll hey, will you, when we get our shirt, our PHNX shirt, will you wear that? Yes. Okay. I've been waiting for that. Seriously, I am. I, I, yeah. Do you wear your Viking hat? No. No. Okay. Well, but we are the plug. You're waiting for the plug to settle in. Is that? Oh my god! <laughs> oh no! Is that with the hats? I don't know. He's got tats. See, here we go. Back to back hats. I don't know. I'm thinking well, about getting like a scalp tattoo that looks like hair. So save yeah. your money. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, wow. I think it sounds a little cheaper, doesn't it? This has just gotten yeah, off. We're the rails. off. We're off the rails. <laughs> like Jacob's yeah. back. Like, let's wheel us back around. Wheel us back around. This is why I'm saying oh we, it's good god. to have Leah here to drive the bus. Jeez. I don't know why. Who knows where we are. Okay, back to well. I mean, you can get that phnx shirt free with when you sign up for a one-year membership at mm-hmm. gophnx.com the coyote shirts on there it's awesome but there's other great shirts too for all the other teams and just phnx as well so be sure to check that out all right Jacob, are we still winning the t-shirt race the hockey oh we're crushing right. the t-shirt Seriously? race are we Let's we, put, we need yeah. a leaderboard up in here. We do. We, we should. We should get that for like Friday show. All oh. right. Well. Okay. Sorry. Let's let's reel it back in. Uh, okay. Back to the back to the trades. <laughs> we're still sorry, not everybody. Yeah. Sorry, everyone. Well, we're actually still not done with players who arrived via trade. That's how many there were. Uh, let's go with Connor Timmons next. We've talked about him before. Um, he arrived alongside a 2022 first round pick and a 2024 conditional third round pick for Darcy Kemper. That was. The big one, another, not the big one. There were so many big ones, but that was another big one. Yeah. And he also just, um, once he got here, he signed with the Coyotes for two years, 1.7 million. That's an 850,000 AAB. Big right-handed defenseman. I know that Colorado didn't want to give him up. That one stung. This this trade, again, I, I've said this a bunch of times already, but I heard from so many people that the Coyotes weren't going to get a first-round pick for Darcy Kemper. They did. Bill, Bill Armstrong stuck to his guns on that one. Not only got that, he got a, a really good defensive prospect in Connor Timmons, a right-handed prospect, a big kid who they were really high on, and I think he was part of their future. Now, Colorado has a deep blue line, so more than most teams, they could probably afford to move on from a prospect like that. They've got other guys in the pipeline, some of whom we'll see you know, this weekend at the rookie faceoff. But to get a first-round pick and to get Connor Timmons, a guy who is probably going to be a part of your blue line for quite a while, that, that was a heck of a haul. Yeah, and I think we talked about Darcy Kemper a year earlier. I think we were expecting he possibly could draw in a first-round pick. And then last season probably statistically wasn't what he was hoping for, and his stock dropped a little bit. He won the world championships, which helped. But again, it's Bill Armstrong's patience, 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 and he got the first-round pick that he wanted. Uh, it was amazing how all the cards fell to, to create yeah, Philip this deal. going to Seattle. Was a if big if piece not there. for that deal, yes. Kemper's playing somewhere else, and I don't know if he's demanding a first. I don't know. Um, but the patience paid off. You get the first. But Connor Timmons, I don't want to put too much pressure on the kid before he plays. Yeah. I know the expectations are high, and he's a, he's a strong, big, right-hand defenseman that can skate. 
you know, the ceiling is very high for him, but he needs to get a bigger sample set. He needs to play a little bit more. And that's one thing this franchise can allow him to do. He's going to play. He's going to play a lot of minutes. Can you see him on a second pair with, with Gustav's pair? I do. I, yeah. I, I don't yeah. think, you know, you talk about the dream matchup with Chikrin. That's, that's not going to happen. We'll talk more what we see there happening there. But I, I do see him as a two-pair. And Gustav's pair, we talked about he's 28, but he's still an experienced NHL defenseman. Yeah. Um, that he's going to be able to carry the mail himself up and down the ice. Um, takes a little of the pressure and the offensive pressure and the puck handling pressure away from Connor Timmons. Um, he's very good. He's very talented. Coyotes fans are going to like him, but just let's temper it a little bit. Let's not let's not say, hey, this is the future. He's the guy yet. Let's let him play. Let's let him get comfortable here. Let's let him play some games, get some minutes. Um, he just needs a bigger sample set. The future is there for him. He is very highly touted and rated. Um, I'm excited to see him play more and get an opportunity to play more. Let's, But I just want to make sure we all wait and just let him develop. It's such it. a tough position to play in yeah. this league. It's such a tough position. There's so many responsibilities. It takes a little longer for defense when I agree with you completely. Let him develop. Don't don't judge him solely on right. this season. Let him develop. Yeah, and, and you know he's going to get an opportunity to play those important minutes here, and he's going to get some power play time, and, and he's going to play a lot here. But we've talked about where this team is and the standings and on the ice. I, there's going to be some tough nights for the defenseman here. Um, so let's let's give him cut him some slack early, and let's see what the kid can do. It's his career's. This isn't going to be the top end of his career this season. It's going to develop from here. But again, great guy to sign. Excited to have him here. And he's going to play in the top four right away. All right. Uh, let's move on to Anton Strawman. He Okay, here's a name that I already know I'm going to butcher. He was acquired alongside, alongside Vladislav. <laughs> Do you know how to say this name? Kol- Kolyachanuk? Kolyachanuk. There. That, that, that sounded great. We'll that go with that. that. We'll go with that. We'll go with that. <laughs> and a 20... Until somebody corrects yeah, me. Yeah, I mean... And a 2024 second-round pick from the Florida Panthers for a 2023 seventh-round pick. Anton Strawman. Yeah, I, another guy that I think has something left in the tank. I think, Petey, I think you were saying this. I got to give you credit for this. Um, off the air, uh, you know, things have changed in Florida a little yeah. bit. It's a, it's a faster team. They want to play faster. and He maybe doesn't fit into that mix, but I, I still think... He has mileage left. Again, right-handed guy. I expect him to be Jacob Chikrin's pair on the top pair. And I think he can, you know, with his veteran experience, that he, he can do a lot of things to help protect Jacob and, and allow him those those up-ice forays, those rushes. Yeah, everything we said earlier in the show about Andrew Ladd, we can say about Strawman. Strawman's played, he played in back-to-back finals, Stanley Cup finals with two different teams, experienced player, smart hockey player, Florida's in a situation where they're looking to win right now. Yeah, He played almost every night in Florida. He was in their third pairing. He was a 5-6 there. But he was still playing 18 to 20 minutes a night. Um, he was an integral part of what they were doing. They just needed to, again, we talked about their financial situation. They needed to remove his contract yeah. so they could build a little differently to win right now. Um, he's not as quick as he used to be. But for what the Coyotes are looking for, what did they need for Jacob Chikrin? He needs to learn. He needs to prepare the right way. He needs to know how to handle different situations. Anton Strawman's done all that. So I think he's the perfect pair. And again, you know, we'll speculate on where he fits into the roster. Right now, I put him out there with Jacob Chikrin. He's going to eat 18 to 22 minutes a night here, which is going to be a heavy load for him. Um, but I think he's going to bring the experience that Jacob Chikrin really needs. And he's also smart enough to know, hey, Chick, this is your show. Like, Take the puck. Do what you do. I'll be here. I'll, I'll be here to help bail you out. I'll help direct traffic when we're in our own zone. Uh, I think this is a, another great addition. And from all accounts and people I've talked to around the league, another great human being. And Bill's checked that box in almost every player he brought here. He's a good person. People on the team like him. He's going to be a good fit. I, I really like him joining this team. Yeah, this is a really important position if he gets paired with Chikrin too. What? We talked a little bit on the last show about Alex Goligoski going out the door, and he was a, a great mentor for Jacob Chicken. He'll be the first one to tell you that. A stabilizing, calm veteran presence that really helped Jacob uh, develop. So when they when they made the decision not to bring Alex back, and, and clearly for $5 million a year that wasn't going to happen here, you needed to find that piece because 
you, you can't find a player on the roster right now who's more important to the future than Jacob Chikrin. So you have to make sure that you give him the right uh, right partner because his development is so critical. And there, let, let's let's get this straight. There's a lot of development left in Jacob Chikrin's game, particularly away from the puck on the defensive side of the puck. There's a lot more development, so he needs the right person with him. And while uh, while we're on the topic, I'll go ahead and say it again. Again, I don't think now is the time to name Jacob Chikrin the captain. I think you need to let him develop as a player before you you worry about things like that. Those are secondary right now. You can you can operate without a captain for a while. And I think those are the things you're going to find out as camp gets going when you talk to the coach a little bit more. I, I agree with you. I don't think they're going to rush out and name a captain right now, but you'll you'll get his thoughts and find out where he's at. I, I think um, Strollman is going to be a guy that can put his arm around Jacob Chicken and practice and say, hey, let's do it this way. Let's try this. Or go ahead and, and try something, and I'll be here. I got the net front. Go, go use your speed and your strength and your skill. I got net front. I think there'll be those kind of conversations. This may all be moot come the first game and they're not paired together. I, I don't know. I just, <laughs> on right. paper, those are those things that coaches get into before they start practicing and before camp starts that you go, on paper, these two guys are together. And by the third practice, they may say, you know what, this doesn't work. I've seen it happen over and over again. We're all oh, for sure these two guys are going to play together and it just doesn't quite. Oh, and Hammer. Remember the talk, all the yeah. talk about them playing together, and it just you see D pairs, you see line pairs. It just yep. it doesn't always work out because it yeah. looks good on paper. All right, and yeah, Strawman is also a UFA after this season. His cap hit is five point five million. But he, but as things go forward, he's still a guy that you may look at resigning, sure. and he, especially in that role, if he fits into that Chickman development role, he's a guy that they could resign. Maybe it's not that same five million dollar deal, um, but if all goes well and and they see. Th- that he is helping that development, you know, maybe maybe you can look at another one, two-year deal here at a, at a lower dollar value. I, I think this is going to be a year that he has to prove himself that he can fit that role. So I, I think that this isn't a guy, even though he's up at the end of the year, is a guy that you got to sign somebody. you got to have somebody play. So I, I think going forward, if he fills the role, I, I can see him being here longer than this year. All right, and we just have one last Arrival via trade. Another name that I said the other day that Craig refused to correct me, even though he said I said it wrong. Petey got the perfect pronunciation earlier. (laughs) Go ahead. The goalie. The goalie. A Kojanesh? Yeah, Kojanesh. Yeah. That's how you say that? That's how you say it. Yeah, Kojanesh. I don't like correcting people, but yeah, Kojanesh. Okay. There aren't enough letters in that name, by the way. I agree to to make it sound like that. That that is not what you would ever think looking at that name. Wow. Okay, well, I'll just keep my mouth shut on that one. Um, he was traded here for Aiden Hill in a seventh round pick in 2022. He's a RFA after this season. His cap hit 750000 He's an athletic goaltender that when everything is going his way, he can steal a game. I don't know. He's got a small sample set in the National Hockey League right now. I think mm-hmm. he's still developing. He's still finding his form. Um, you know, Corey Schwab will get his hands on him and start developing him into the goaltender that he's going to be in the future. For right now, as of today, September 15th, he's the backup of this team, um, and he'll get some NHL action. He's quick. We said he's athletic. He competes. Um, he needs some time to develop as well, though. Yeah, I'm not even sure that he is going to be that number two guy. I, I really think they'll still make a move at goaltender, provided that opportunity comes along to uh, get someone else to pair with Carter Hutton. But we'll see how it plays and out. And I think that was the intent probably originally. Yeah. But unless the, that waiver wire is there, they, the free agents are still the free agents that were there two weeks ago. They're yep. still there. Like Devin Dubnik's name keeps coming up as a guy. And that, their price keeps dropping. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. so maybe maybe that, that goaltending shuffle happens. I think time will tell. Um, and if he ends up in, in, in the American League, then you're looking at a tandem down there that's phenomenal. You know, that that's one of the top tandems in the American League then um, with Ivan Prosvitov. Yeah. So you could potentially be the goalie of the future here when they're ready to start winning. So it's it'll be interesting to see what they do with the goaltender spot. And we'll review all of this stuff as opening night gets closer. Did we talk about Provolnev, by the way, in terms of free agent signings? Another we guy. didn't because we had him as a prospect. Yeah, yeah. But we yeah. can talk about yeah. him again. I'm curious because he's he's older. Obviously, he's yeah. 26, so it's not really a prospect. Although this is his yeah. first year, he we just did came talk. We talked about him last week when yeah. we talked about prospects. Yeah. Short-term memory. I'm just loss. curious about where he's going to fit to. I, I I really think 
of all the prospects that we saw, I think he has a chance to make this roster too. And it could be an interesting third pair, right? If he, if he pairs with Bush. With Bush. Yeah. But you saw in the black-white scrimmage his physical, the physical element we talked that about. That hit on MacArthur. Came, came we to heard bear. It. So uh, I still think he makes this club right now. Yeah. But again, that's a month away. Yeah. from opening night like there's a lot of things that could happen on either on the waiver wire or pick up somebody I, you just don't know and and you've you predict a roster a month out there's so many things that can happen in training camp there's players that i've seen they, we'll go way back daniel winnick is a guy that started off on team c in training camp <laughs> goes on to make the team and ends up having a, a really good nhl career from a guy that was barely penciled in at the american league level so yeah. you Low just don't know too, yeah. you don't know yeah so it's, it's really early days. I see him making the team. I see him as a 6-7. Well, us trying to figure out what the team's going to be, that's that's more risky than I think if we just did some DraftKings bets. There you go. <laughs> see the segues? Look at that. That's a great I one. Really, I really go try hard. I really segue. try hard. Um, I had a feeling that I knew where you were going. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah, DraftKings Sportsbook. Subtle. America's top-rated sportsbook app. They make it so easy. Um, and you can – you know, we've been talking about what is going to be these player potentials. You can actually look at player futures on DraftKings. So that's something we should probably take a look at as we approach the season too, just out of pure curiosity. Um, but yeah, the DraftKings Sportsbook app, super easy to use. Promo code PHNX, you receive $200 in free bets. Like I mentioned, it comes in eight increments of 25. So you can just throw those all around. I have to use the rest of mine soon. So if you have any advice for me, anyone, please, I'll take it. Um, <laughs> Yes, if you use promo code PHNX to sign up, you can do that uh, no-brainer bet that we talked about earlier. I mean, can't really go wrong with that. 21 and over, Arizona only, gambling problem, 1-800-NEXT-STEP, new customers only for free bet promotion, minimum $5 deposit, $1 wager required, eligibility restrictions apply, maximum $50 wager for the no-brainer offer, one per customer. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. We have to wrap up soon-ish, so we're going to get to the signings, and I'm going to put a limit on both of you. Oh. For <laughs> We've already talked about Carter Hutton as a signing, so we'll push him aside for now, and we will just do the three other signings. I'll run through them, and then you each can have wow. a, a minute. Where's your quiet piece signing? A minute to talk about whatever you want. A minute each to talk about whatever you want of these three. So I'm just going to run through them. These were off-season signings. We have Dimitri ja- Jaskin. Jaskin? Yes. Yes. Jaskin. Well, I'm <laughs> going with Jaskin. No, you can't talk got... yet. I'm not done. <laughs> oh, okay. Unless you're correcting my pronunciation, then you can do it. I'm not going to correct okay. your pronunciation. Well, that's what it's I never get, that's what I get for cutting you off. He signed one year, $3.2 million. Then we have Ryan Dezingle, one year, $1.1 million. And lastly, Travis Boyd, one year, 750000 A big theme of all of these trades and signings is these are a lot of one-year deals. Mm-hmm. With Yashkin, he came over from the KHL, led the KHL in goals. Now, I don't think that's going to translate completely on this level. But as Bill Armstrong put it, the style of play that he, he goes to the net, he goes to those areas where NHL goals are scored. So we'll see. He had him in St. Louis. He helped draft him. So he knows the player intimately, and that is a, a big reason why they wanted to bring him over. To, yeah, they're going to need to score goals. If they yeah. want to compete in any of these games, they need goals. He's a guy who scored at a professional level, albeit a different league. He's a talented guy that can find the net. Played in the NHL before. It's a big coming out year for him, too, to see if he can really translate that offensive output from the KHL to the NHL. Look at that. We stayed in your time. Dezingle. Dezingle. Right. Yeah. And Chicago Joe. guy, right? Isn't he a mission guy? But he's another he He's yeah. another guy, experienced NHL player. He's a little younger than some of the guys yes. we talked about. So I think there's still – that there's something left in Ryan Dezingle. Chance to revive it. Yeah. 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 And, and he that's... can score and he can find the net and he's an offensive guy too. Um, he'll definitely have a big role in what they have here. I I, I see him in the top six maybe. Um, we'll get into line projections as we go. But he's going to play. When I look at these two guys, I think, okay, if these guys can translate, if they can get, if they can find their NHL game again, these are guys that you could again flip at the trade deadline and, and get something, right. yet, get yet another asset. And very true, and they're very motivated because they have enough legs that. left. Yes, yep. exactly. You're right. And Travis Boyd, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's his birthday today. I saw. Uh, that. I did not check that, but I, I think I be. saw that on Happy the Coyotes birthday, Travis, if it is. <laughs> Research department. I, I, Just a, he's a deaf guy. You know, he's, He's guy. Another guy with games in the NHL. Yep. He's an NHL experienced player. And you 
always are looking for those kind of guys to fill out a roster like the Coyotes are filling out right now, where he fits and how many games and how many minutes. It's TBD. He can play center, but we'll see how it, yeah, how it shakes I, out. I think we have to wait and see what the middle ice looks like come October right now. I don't think it'll look like it does today. I agree. Fact-checking myself, his birthday was yesterday. But Oops, I, I was uh, on to something. Happy belated, Trace. I was on to something, you know, with that. All right. Any any last words on did the signings? I thought we were supposed to be quiet. No, I just good. I was trying to give you an opportunity. I'm I'm really proud of you. We though. did it. Yeah. I, I do need good. I do need to get my quiet. Kind of it's good to be back, and I do like Studio B. <laughs> <laughs> I think if we can find a way to make this Coyotes hockey home, I really like Studio B. I like Studio B. Like I I don't love this, but it's yeah. okay. We'll I don't have to, I don't have to look like at it. I don't have to look the basement. I feel like I'm in the basement watching hockey. Oh my gosh! Well, if you're watching us here on YouTube, um, make sure you subscribe, hit the bell, get notifications, not just for our show, but every other beat as well there's some amazing amazing content out there um be sure to follow us on social at phnx underscore coyotes on twitter at phnx underscore sports on twitter instagram facebook youtube everything um, he's over all over all of yeah <laughs> all, yeah he's yeah, a, he's yeah, the king of twitter right the king of twitter okay. cool your um guts. yeah i mean not quite there yet <laughs> so yeah you know be sure to be checking all of that out because there's amazing content everywhere and just a little plug um at two o'clock so in 10 minutes the sun's show is going and they um are interviewing cam johnson so nice kind of cool yeah so i mean there's a lot of amazing stuff happening here at phnx that we're really excited about we just walked down the hall and watched that it's fantastic yeah we definitely could nobody else can no yeah sorry I think I watch it live. And yeah. um, if you become a member too, you can be part of our members only Discord, which Craig was in there chatting the other night. Craig and Petey are in there. Well, Petey's. We do. I do go into Discord. You were, too, huh? you were MIA in your two days of being MIA. I know, but, but I was also doing providing some tech support in the Discord too. Yeah. So. <laughs> we have a lot of fun in there. The co- so and, don't be surprised. I'm not going to talk about that and anymore. Just like true. our shirt is thriving on sales, like our Discord yeah. is by far the most happening Discord. So. It's active. Yeah, it's Let's very go. active. So if you Let's want to be hockey. part of that, we, we the three of us. You switch producers mid-show, bring a little more energy. I'll get us to the end. Denver and the party bus. I love Welcome it. Welcome back, Ellie. Oh man. So what are we talking about tomorrow? So oh, tomorrow. yeah. So the the, yeah. So the last thing I'm going to say: be sure you're subscribed uh, to our show wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, wherever that is. Tomorrow we will be talking about. I mean, on the theme of new faces, the coaching staff, there's some uh, new faces there as Inside well. Inside the coaching room. Yeah, so we'll be going over all of that tomorrow. And then Friday, we'll be back live again, and we will be previewing the rookie the face-off tournament. Yep. And not just the Coyotes, but there's some um, prospects on other teams, too, that we're excited about, we'll talk Fantastic. about. And that, so that's the rest of the week. Good times. What do you say? We we did it. We did it. Are we at the end here? Yeah, we're at the that's end. That's it. That's Yeah. Join us us tomorrow (laughs) or podcast tomorrow, live again Friday. Thanks so much for tuning in. Have a great day, everyone.